discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. Tonight we have Watchers and The Watchers. Uh, two separate stories, <laughs> different authors, um, and yeah, um, so for those of you just tuning in, you know the stick. Creepypastas are short internet stories. Go Google it. Uh, and yes, we are doing Watchers and The Watchers. Um, so Watchers is, uh, was a story, was a creepypasta that came out on creepypasta.wiki around 2011 by either Poe My Goodness or Poemy Goodness, depending on how you read the, the name. Um, and you can't find a, uh, a reading of it online. Oh, okay. Uh, but basically, um, it's... It, it, it narrates as this girl going to, uh, like goes to goes to church uh, every every Sunday. The church is a very small, close knit uh, community, and uh, everyone knows each other. Like by the, like everyone knows faces. They go to weddings uh, basically together, and they go to like funerals and all that stuff. Very close community. So it's, it was weird to her when um, this man started showing up in the uh, back, and the uh, nobody was seemed to be acknowledging them, uh, and. Even like when newcomers come into the church, like the the pre, uh, the preacher man would actually like get like uh, like take a note of it and so that, but he never did it for this this old man. So she would ask about it, and um, the the preacher guy uh, said, "Oh, uh, I can't, I don't see him now, but I'll make sure to make a note of it next time I see him." Um, and at some point, the the girl decides to uh, go sit beside the the old man because he keeps pop basically pops in every Sunday after like a while, and so he she goes and visits uh, like sits down beside him after telling her mom and her mom's just like all right no problem yeah okay, uh, and she goes sits beside him and like the while the sermons and all that are going on she just gets this weird like feeling off of him uh, as she like looks at him and he's just a gaunt like old man. Um, and every time he goes, she, when she goes to try to talk to him, like, after the, the sermons and stuff like that, he's gone. And, like, he never really, like, he just appears, uh, like, at the, uh, at the, uh, the far pew. Like, you never, never see him le- enter or leave the, the church. So, um, it gets a little bit, uh, uh as, as the person is writing this account, um, they, they start, like, kind of getting these memories back. It's like, oh, like, what the heck? Like, uh, like so they go to talk to their, uh, their mom after the, like, basically while they're writing the story, and they recount that when they talk to their mom, it's like, oh, yeah, like, you, we, I let you go to the back pew because, like, your imaginary friend was there. And, like, it was just out of the ordinary because you always had, like, tons of imaginary friends. And that's when, like, this, the flood of memory starts coming back to the person that they've had, they've been seeing more of these kind of people all mm-hmm. over the place. And, um, and even, like, some of her younger friends have seen people like this, but she, that she's not seen. And they're just these watchers, these people that just roam around, that just like move around the world, like around this people, these people, and everyone go, they go about unnoticed except for children. And now recalling it, like she wonders if these are like basically the ghosts, like residual ghosts of the past, 
um, existing in a world that has forgotten them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of like we're, and it kind of ends there, like with like basically yeah. this like speculation that like of like basically the, a theory on ghosts. Yeah. Um, or like what these things, what these watchers are, and yeah, that's basically the the story. Yeah. <laughs> in a nutshell, uh, it's not. It's a very short pasta. It's like only about a page and a half. And the last paragraph is the majority of it's just questions yeah. that the uh, protagonist has, um, which sort of adds to speculation, but yeah. But then it just ends. It just ends. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so do we want to do thoughts on this one first, and then we'll get yeah. to the load? Okay. Yeah. So my thoughts for this one, I actually start with a quote. I've got this. Yeah. Uh, it's it starts off. I got the sentence before it so that it makes some sense. Okay, cool. I couldn't explain the appearance of the man, and when I tried, I was brushed off as if he was a guest that was simply overlooked. But he wasn't because he came almost every week. So the problem there is that it's a sentence that begins with but. And, and then yeah. <laughs> and has um, because and and it's all the really hard to <laughs> like the whole he there yeah just throws um, it off yeah that's actually not my note on it though <laughs> that is a note now on it <laughs> but my note on it was uh, so like yeah but he wasn't he wasn't a be, uh, he because he he came almost every week he both he brought a strange feeling to the room i never saw him exit or enter but he was always unfailingly there so that's a little bit contradictory cuz he's like he was there uh, almost every week and then he was unfailingly there yeah that's kind of my, my that was my my comment on that it was just a, it, it's a little like like he was always there except when he wasn't yeah. <laughs> uh well i wonder if um they're trying to portray the feeling of him being there, whether he's there or not. Oh, like the, the feeling itself, like the, that vibe that he gives off? Yeah. There. I'm wondering that, but again, it's not really explained other than the contradictoriness that you just pointed out. Yeah. <laughs> um, here's another one. She looked at me strangely as I explained to her I'd be sitting next to the man in the last pew, though she shrugged and allowed it. Okay... I know it explains later that the mom didn't see the man and figured out that it was just I figured it was just um, a pretend friend, but at this point we don't know that, and so it's a little weird. That's like, why would you let your child go sit beside a complete stranger? Well, it's <clears throat> in a safe setting. It's in church. I, I guess, yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's in just... any other setting, you'd be like, uh, but because it's in church, yeah. Like that's. Like, it's a safe place, you know? Yeah. So, um, nothing's really gonna hurt a kid in church until you... Unless you go into the whole altar boy scenarios that... Well, we yeah, been, yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh, as far as the story goes... That's not the case. <laughs> it's not the case. Um, and then, another, another quote is... I remember Sarah, who lived under the floorboards. Angel, who, who only my younger neighbor could see. Okay. Naming them and having them in places they shouldn't actually be is actually kind of creepy to me. Like, when I was reading that, like, this part of the side, I was like, it's like, Sarah, who lived on the floorboards. Ah. 
<laughs> like I just got that kind of creepy. Like I, I could visualize this like creepy little girl or like woman like under your floorboards, <laughs> kind of like that. That would be kind of unnerving <laughs> to notice that. Um, also, wait. So then, how did you know? Okay, I guess we can assume that she remembered being told by the younger neighbor, um, or by this younger spooky Steve, <laughs> um, that there was like this weird like that they they saw somebody that she couldn't see or something like that. Yeah. Um, also, you're uh, you're giving the shadow ghost people names now. Give the living kids a name. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I had to come up with spooky. I had to use spooky Steve again yeah, yeah. <laughs> for a name. Um, well, and the interesting thing there is I wonder if uh, those examples that she got from the neighbor are actually imaginary friends. Yeah. And not these ghost apparitions. <laughs> yeah, they're just, yeah, it's just like, oh, like, yeah, the kid is just, yeah. Just has, uh, that one has a ramped imagination. This one well, that's the thing, like, that's, that's kind of the nature when it comes to, like, using, using, uh, like, looking, like, thinking about, like, pretend friends and some of that, like, uh, or, like, imaginary friends, uh, is that, is it just, like, a, like, a, a imaginary friend that, that somebody's pretending to have a friend with, or is it actually some kind of ghost thing? Like, in horror movies, you never know, or horror stories, you never know. Yeah. Um, that's why they get used in a lot of horror stories. Um, it's like, oh, yeah, the kid, uh, always played with little Timmy, and then it turns out little Timmy was actually a ghost or demon thing that it was, that no one else could see except with the kid. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, and then we get the, my last quote, basically, uh, and note on it, uh, people wandering, or people wandering, watching over us, and showing themselves to a seldom view, taking up space in a world that refuses to acknowledge them. I really, so, this and, like, the, the ending of the story, I like the, the, the concept of imaginary people, residual ghosts, um, like, this concept in particular, like, how it's introduced in the story, but I feel there should be more here. You mm-hmm. have you have woken up the, like the person that's like who's writing the story has been woken back up to this insight of these things. Mm-hmm. There could be some ramifications uh, as a result of that. What happens when an adult starts seeing the imaginary friends again? What are the uh, like, where where their rational but less fragile minds are introduced to like something fantastical or supernatural? Mm-hmm. This could get even creepier if just. It just feels like the story kind of just stopped when it was getting yeah. good. Like the potential was there, but now it's now. But then it just ends. So it's like it was more just like a speculation thing where you could use this as like the the, the preset for a creepier story of like again the person starts seeing ghosts again. Like it would be like um, Stir of Echoes, mm-hmm. uh, the horror movie with Kevin Bacon, where um, he gets he gets hypnotized and somebody starts seeing. Ghosts, and then uh, you realize that his ch- his kid uh, has been seeing ghosts the whole time. Like like when he's like talking to people or like saying things and stuff, or like saying that he sees things that nobody else says, and people just think it's a imaginary thing. You realize that uh, like during the movie that since Kevin Bacon has been hypnotized, basically un- something unlocked in his brain to start seeing ghosts. The kid has started seeing ghosts as well. Has been seeing ghosts the whole time as well. <clears throat> it's just one of those things where it's just like. The story could have gotten really good, or it could have been really good right now, and it's kind of just fallen now because it ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's the end of your notes? That's the end of my notes for that one. Yeah. Uh, my notes on this one are basically, well, we've already gone over the one 
sentence that I really didn't like. <laughs> but uh, the the key story about kids having imaginary friends end up being ghosts is actually a common story. Yeah. That's out there, and the majority of the time, like the kids will f- completely forget that they've seen that those ghosts. They've seen yeah, those ghosts. <laughs> well, because they forget about they, they. It's like they lose a part of like like the, something during the childhood. Like they lose the uh, the the means of uh, being able to yeah. see them more or something like that. Yeah. Well, usually they forget entirely. So it's one of those things where um, this is someone who's older reminiscing when they were a kid and... And then realizing that they, when they, they start seeing something and then they get like this flood of the, the memories afterward that they've always yeah. been seeing. Like, they saw these things yeah. more than just in that one instance. Yeah, and the, the problem with that is that A, there's such a thing as false memories. Yeah. You can remember things completely wrong yeah. from what happened. Rose-colored glasses, nostalgia. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is um, making connections where there are none. Mm-hmm. Like, just because they think they've seen people out in public and whatever that are ghosts, how would you be able to prove it? Well, yeah, <laughs> like, but I mean, like, that's, that's, that's more like a factual thing. This is, this is obviously not yeah. a factual thing. This is... Yeah. It feels like it's, it was trying to, like, start up a, a creepy story mm-hmm. about, like, you know, seeing, like, remembering your imaginary friend and then realizing that those imaginary friends were actually ghosts yeah. or something supernatural mm-hmm. because you start seeing, you start remembering that you're seeing more of them. And then it just kind of, and then, then it, just, it just postulates, like, the, the nature of spirits and, like, residual ghosts and imaginary friends, and then ends. Yeah. So... <clears throat> Yeah, like, I mean, if this was to take, be taken seriously, like, yeah, like, for sure, like, false memories are a thing, um, like, it, it could all be explained easily. Yeah. But because it's a story presented as a creepypasta, I'm uh, more inclined to believe that there should be something supernatural at foot here. Yeah. Otherwise, what's the point in writing it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so, uh, I was thinking about sort of the creepy factor for this. And it's either the creepy old man yeah. in the church, yeah. which is trying to just... Like, the crooked old man kind yeah. of thing, or like... Again I, I, again, I saw it, I was like, Slender Man? <laughs> but he has eyes that you can't tell what they're looking at. Yeah. With, whereas Slender Man doesn't have eyes. I as mean, far as we know. Well, that's the other thing. Well, see, you're privy to the stuff that you've seen on the show... Um, in, in the original Slender Man mythos, he actually does have a face. It just changes... Uh, it's just... Well... It's, the, it's a, it, it, yeah. it always changes depending on the person. Well, the, the way I view Slender Man is that his face uh, is a face that we can't comprehend. That's why it's blank. Yeah. Which I think was like the first creepypasta that I read that yeah. had Slender Man in it, did it that way. Was that the one... <laughs> yeah, I think that was the rain one or something like that. Yeah, it was when it was raining. And, 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 like and we joked that it was Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, no, like, um, yeah, in the original mythos of Slenderman, like, um, it was, yeah, like, he basically, like, it wasn't so much that, like, the camera footage and stuff like that, like, couldn't take a picture of him. Yeah. It just, it, it, his face changed uh, depending on the person who saw him. 
Yeah. Or they try to recall it and they couldn't recall it, but they do yeah. recall it being a face. Yeah. But that's not Slender. This isn't Slenderman. This is no, just clearly. No. It's just ghosts. Yeah. And old creepy old men. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah, creepy old men and stuff like that. Um, and then the other sort of creepy factors that the ghosts walk among us. And these are people that you just see when you're out and about, but you don't think anything else hmm. about it because they're just blending in. Yeah. There's nothing really they're, special about them when you see they're, them. They're passive. They're not hostile. Yeah. Well, it goes to the uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy reference. There's somebody else's problem. Yeah. So... <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course you're not going to look at them. Yeah. They're invisible. <laughs> and not like anything special than invisible. They're just banality. They're, like, yeah. they're, 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 mundan- they're mundanely uh, invisible. Like, it's just... Yeah. They, they blend in. Yeah, like you yeah. said. <clears throat> yeah. So that's sort of the, the creepy factor is either, oh, there's ghosts among us, or creepy old guys in churches. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and he's also giving out this weird aura. Uh, but radiation. <laughs> I, I just, I just hear that. It's like, oh man, this entire place now has cancer. <laughs> oh <laughs> no, um, like this weird, like radiating vibe off of yeah. you. Yeah, and I guess that could also be just like hinted at, like being like the supernatural, like, like a sense of wrongness. Yeah, yeah. Like it's weird what that he's there. Nobody acknowledges him. But then, and it's just like this weird, like this, like this, just vibe of like awkwardness whenever you try to like approach him or contact him, mm-hmm. like almost like you're not supposed to, like yeah. don't look at me, don't look at me, <laughs> like that kind of thing. <laughs> the watchers don't like being watched. What are you doing? No one should watch the Watchmen. No one should see blue dicks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry I brought that up. <laughs> Why? Uh, anyway. Yeah. Onwards to the next one. Oh, so are we done? <laughs> yeah, I'm done with my notes. Yeah. So, okay. Well, Unless you wanted to do recommendations for this one um, before we move on to the next one. I mean, my, my only real, like, I didn't really have, like, we did have a couple of problems with it, but otherwise it wasn't that. The only real big issue of the story was that it. It just ends. Like, it, it was really too short. Yeah, it, it just ends, and there's nothing... There's nothing really substantial. I mean, the story itself um, is... Uh, it, it's, a, it's, it's pretty... It's okay, like, like in terms of the story, like, just a quick story, but there could be so much more fleshed out here. Yeah. Um, also, I was kind of reminded reading it of Candle Cove, because that like, in that whole thing of, like, reminiscing on an old... And maybe it's just a, it's another creepypasta trope that is that is mutated and evolved um, in the creepypasta community. But like just like that, reminiscing on like an old memory, then talking to your mom or parent about the said memory, and then them explaining something that basically is a revelation that like sparks a revelation of the memory and like makes it a little bit more creepy. Because that's kind of like where the creepiness kind of in this one kicks off a little bit more is when like she go, he go, the person goes to talk to their mom. And they recall, oh yeah, you had tons of imaginary friends, just like, oh you you, you used to sit down and uh, watch Static for thirty minutes. You had a really vivid imagination about that pirate show. <laughs> I was like, what? 
And in this one, it's like, yeah, flood of memories of like, of like uh, seeing more than just the old man in the church, but seeing them in everywhere else. Yeah. And then like realizing that maybe you were just seeing ghosts, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but again, and then it just it, and then it ends like. I feel like it would be really cool if, like, the person just, like, yeah, like, so now that the person has, like, admitted this and been awakened back to those memories, mm-hmm. now they're going to start seeing them again, and maybe mm-hmm. this time they won't be so uh, hot, they won't be so passive because they aren't a child anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> like, go back to the church. And the old man, like, is there it's, still. Yeah, and hasn't aged. Done. Dun, 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 dun. Or and then starts like fall and then like he like oh, oh my god he's there and then he vanishes and then he goes home and then he's in his house <laughs> like basically now he's now haunting him kind of thing again the story had like yeah. I, I feel like the story isn't really a bad story it's just it had a lot of potential and it didn't follow through any further yeah like the person had obviously had a small a short story to tell about the old man in the church and then they were done but the story could go so much farther mm-hmm. is my problem with it um yeah. But yeah, aside from that, uh, I think we can then go to the Watchers. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, I'll let you take over the Watchers. Um, I will say, because I do have it in my notes. Uh, so, the Watchers was done in 2012 on creepost.com by a person named KJB, and it has been read by Zocopasta on YouTube. So, you can check it out there. And uh, yeah, Mikey, East End Scream, take it away. Alright. So, the story starts off with this guy who's on his way home, and it's essentially dusk, because the sun is setting, the moon's coming out, uh, and he's just walking on his way home. He sees a guy in the middle of the was street. It, sorry, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Was it a guy or I I kind of got the feeling it was a it was a woman. Like it was a mom. It, it's another <clears throat> ambiguous. Ambiguous. Yeah. There's no Like I I could I could see I could see definitely like be, it being a, a guy, but I could I could also see uh, I kind of more predominantly saw it as a, as a woman, but sorry, continue. Well, it, it's what spooky Steve again. Yeah, spooky Steve there's... or spooky Jane yeah. or, or spooky uh Soup. <laughs> <laughs> Spooky soup. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, so they see this man standing in the middle of the road that's made entirely out of sticks. Yeah, and, and not and not wearing any clothes, and that's what's creepy about it. <clears throat> that, that, no, that's not what's creepy about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, that, that, but that's the priority of what was taken first. Like, first off, this person was looking down at the floor of the ground, and. Wasn't and wasn't wearing any clothing, but that wasn't the creepy part. The creepy part was that it was wearing sticks. I'm sorry, that should be mentioned first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, that's that's in my notes. I'll, I'll yeah, continue. Yeah. Sorry. So, so he's made of sticks, and yeah. they're uh, it's sort of like uh, artesian made. Yeah, like it's it's not made. It's, of, it's it's not like a rough like not made of like large sticks. It's made yeah. of like small sticks. Almost like um, uh, outsider art, like, you know, like, I have to popsicle sticks kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Thousands of sticks, and uh, there's holes, essentially, where the eyes would be. Uh, my mind sort of went to a, a wooden mannequin. I, 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 I went to marionette, or, like, the again, the art, uh, that, um, that art figure that you can, uh, like, pose and stuff. Or yeah. like the Robotessen? Uh... Yeah, the Robotessen. Yeah, yes. I, I, I'm not going to lie. It, it kind of, like, it was just a little bit more, like, a slightly more... Um, like artistic looking uh, Robotessen uh, figure. <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway, so he goes past it and he's relieved that it didn't stop him or anything. It just, it just looks, turns. turns and watches him. Which admittedly uh, is kind of creepy. Yeah, and, and then he stumbles across basically a family of them, which, and the only reason he can tell that they're, the, there's a girl and a mother is because they their dresses, dresses are, are also made of sticks and it looks like the bathroom it looks like the bathroom logo yeah which <laughs> yeah I, I don't know whether I would take that as funny or creepy in real life in real life I was, if I was if I was like in that situation where I suddenly have been encountering people with like dresses made of like that look like yeah. that, that I don't know if I'd actually be laughing or, or like fearful about that so basically what that tells us is that the first guy isn't naked it's just Everything about him is made of wood. Yep. Yeah. So. And then I think uh, after that, he re- they realize that there's like basically the entire neighborhood is is circular is cover- is like a uh, yeah populated by them. Basically, he starts uh, running home. Yeah. Uh, well, and they've been running the whole time, I think, or from well, been trying to, to be honest. It, he's getting home as the destination. Yeah. And when he sees the first one, he slows down because he... Well, it's in his way. It's in his way. Yeah. <clears throat> and basically, at this point, he's... Yeah. Basically, they were everywhere in driveways, standing in the road, walking up and down the street. Yeah. They're everywhere at, yeah. at this point. Uh, and he's going, and eventually he gets to his house, and there's one standing in the doorway... Or in front of the door, and it stops him. Yeah. And then it, this one talks. This one actually talks to him, and and then they go inside, and then it it wants it goes downstairs, and it it picks up his daughter, and then his daughter starts <laughs> changing into one of them. Yeah. And <laughs> the person just follows it out into the out out onto yeah. the street, onto on, out, back outside. Where all of the ones that were out on the property, oh, like out on the neighborhood, have formed a line directly out to the woods across the road. Yeah. And they just, they basically just follow this person carrying their daughter who's changing all the way out to the woods and, and asks why her. Yeah. And, and the her, response was, she was alone. And then it disappears into the woods. Yeah. And that's the end of the story, right? Yeah, that's the end. Yeah. Uh, so do you want to do your thoughts on this one, or first, or...? Um, I can if you want. Sure. If you think yours is going to be awesome, then sure, save the last. <laughs> I mean... No, no judgment here, uh-huh. but if it's not awesome, you're going to get uh, <laughs> some feedback. <laughs> I, I think I can live with that. I've been living that for a hundred plus episodes now. <laughs> Alright, the... The the first thought that came to mind is that... Uh, this one actually works um, as a sequel to the fairy one that we did. Yeah, I could see that. At, like if the, the tree of uh, or the king of trees. King of trees. Yeah. Like if you have had him in, and then have his like, oh well, the king of trees needs a bride or something, and that's why it's taking the. Daughter. Yeah. If you if, if that's <laughs> if the story w- went a little bit farther, yeah, I'd I'd like that. Uh, that sounds really that 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 would work. Like shit. <laughs> okay, go on. But like that—that that was my thought. Like, give them a reason for 
taking the daughter, not just, oh, he took the daughter and the daughter turned into one of them. Because she was alone. Because she was alone. And then the thought process was, she was alone. Does that mean that the protagonist actually was one of them too? Oh, maybe. I don't know. Like, just... It's... My problem with the story is that it, we don't get a lot of explanation as to why they're running home. Mm-hmm. Um, or why... Like, anything, really. Mm-hmm. Like, there is really no explanation for anything that ha- transpires in the story. Like, and not in the, in the... Like, I mean, sometimes, like... I say that, and... I know that, like, in a horror story, you don't always need an explanation, but yeah. I feel like there's too little information here yeah. about what's going on that it doesn't feel like a complete story because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, sorry, continue. Uh, we'll get back to that in my notes. Yes, yes. Um, the issue I had with this um, was uh, at the beginning where it basically explains the transition from day to night and his eyes having to adjust. Yeah. Because you're already outside, your eyes have already adjusted to the natural light. Yes, the sun goes down, the moon comes up, but your eyes are already adjusted, and are there not street lamps? That's my, actually, my notes on that. Uh, I actually <laughs> have that in my notes. Because, um, like, yeah, like, it says, like, uh, the light, like, he had to adjust his lights because um, it was, his, his suburb was, his subdivision was uh, dark or something like that. And I was like, I'm so, I, I know some older like parts of like my subdivision don't have street lights, but most street most like neighborhoods do have street lights. Where mm-hmm. are those? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the quote here is: "As I turned the corner going into the subdivision where I live, the sun left the sky completely and handed its shift over to the moon. Yeah. Now I was forced to slow down. I could see almost nothing." And I needed to let my eyes adjust to the darkness. Yeah. So, the suddenly, oh, it's dark, but there's a quarter moon. Yeah. So there's light. <laughs> yeah. It's... I have, I have a theory about this story, um, but I want to get to it in okay. my thoughts. Just, and also, right. I'm curious to see if you maybe, have, maybe thought of it, too, is on your notes. So continue uh, probably not. <laughs> You win this round review, cultist. <laughs> also, you may hate me. You may hate me this time, proud. Hmm. Anyway, um, and then the only other quote that I took, which sort of is really hard to imagine, is when the thing talks for the first time. Yeah. Uh, and it's strangely, he replied in a raspy voice that sounded like it had only been used once before. Yeah. <laughs> How would you know if it had been used <laughs> once before or any reason? Like, <clears throat> did it uh, talk to you? Like, <laughs> again, I'll get to, like. <laughs> it, it, <sighs> yeah, like, my, my thing on that is, like, did, did it talk to you earlier? Yeah. Like,. Do, 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 like, is it like some kind of like weird thing? Like, is this why you were running home because you encountered the same being mm-hmm. beforehand, and you were running home to like find your daughter, and then it it was there, like it beat you there, and then basically that's where we're here. But like, it's not mentioned. No, 
No, it's not. And like, it's kind of a, it's kind of an interesting descriptor for it because it, it get like trying to describe this creepy's like thing's voice, but like, it's just also kind of confusing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like raspy voice is all you need. You need. Yeah. <laughs> Huh. That, that sounds like it had been used, or, uh, like that it had been used. For, this has been used for the first time, or something like yeah. that. Or basically, a raspy voice of someone who really needed a drink. Yeah, <laughs> like that would have also worked, but who had been used only once before? Or... <laughs> it's like what? Or a raspy voice that sounded like the rubbing of sticks. Oh, that's dun 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 dun. <laughs> uh, yeah. So those are the two main quotes that I had. Okay. Do you have any other notes? Like, no other thoughts about the story? Um. Well, other than the whole concept, like, what if he's one of them, and he's trying to, I don't know, go home to save. To, to try and save his daughter before she becomes one, but yeah. ends up failing. The the problem with that we were never we never get that information. Yeah. Um. So. All right. Well, my thoughts on this one. Um. So. I think. Okay, so there's there's a quote at the beginning. It's like I wasn't going fast enough, and I was like, oh, I think you were going fast. You're going you were going too fast, as in what the hell is going on? I know media res like in media res is a thing like for narr- for like writing and stories of that, and it can be really it can be implemented fairly well. But you need to explain at some point the situation that happened before media res in the story, mm-hmm. like why you were weren't home. I feel like I'm missing part of the story in that, like, because it was—it's never been—it never is gets explained in the in the page and a half the story uh, takes up. Um, why they were running home, uh, aside from like you know their daughter is there and these things are here, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then we already mentioned the thing about the streetlights because that was ridiculous to me. I was like, why doesn't your subdivision have streetlights? Um, mm-hmm. uh, and then there was a. Uh, uh, here's another quote. I was scared already, but what I saw about 30 feet in front of me was the start of, to a nightmare I could never have even imagined. Almost like this whole thing is a nightmare. Or a yeah. dream? Yep. I don't know if this is the case, but the way events play out in this story and the character's reaction to everything... Yeah, it seems like a dream. Sorry. Um, yeah, it feels like... Uh, I, I'm not entirely convinced this isn't just a transcript of a dream that somebody like the author like that the author had um, of a dream and it's like they just didn't go in and work out the plot issues that come with making this a proper story from the dream material yeah uh, the breakneck pacing the jump cut uh, start the seemingly fearful yet complacent reaction of the narrator as they traverse this world um, we have been presented uh, it just feels Super like a like a dreamscape like or a nightmare like because you don't react the same way that you would in real life yeah because you kind of feel like you get, you get, there's a bit of complacency or there's a bit of like um, being trapped yeah uh, when you're in dreams like because yeah. you try to do something but your body won't won't react well, um, like I had a similar I had a, I've had similar dreams like this 
Uh, and I'm sorry, but this parental unit, whether it be a mom or a dad, because it's never really explained, mm -hmm. um, should have more of a hostile reaction to their child being taken uh, than what is presented in this uh, in any kind of grounded waking world reality. Um, like it's just yeah. like I know that like you could be like so for afraid that like you can't react to something. But, like, parental instincts would yeah. probably dictate that you would react to your child being taken and mutated into some stick monster. Yeah. Which sort of goes along the theory of if he's already been turned into one or is turning into one, then his, he's also his own emotions and whatnot are dulling and changing. Yeah. But that's never mentioned but, in the story at all. Like, we don't see him, like, look... Like, it would, and maybe the, the story could even be a little bit better if he ended and he looked at his hands, or he, he felt stiff or something as the, the thing disappeared in the, in the woods, and he looked at his hands and his hands were being... Were, were, his digits were now sticks. Yeah. Like, that would be kind of, like, cool. Like, that would give a nice hint to, like, oh, that's why he wasn't reacting properly, so he wasn't entirely human anymore. Mm -hmm. um, we've already touched on my thing about the... Uh, Thing, like then commenting about like oh like it's cl um, it, it it wasn't oh yeah where is it standing in the middle of the road was what looked like a man staring straight at the ground one once I got closer I discovered the man had almost nothing in common with me he wasn't wearing clothes but that wasn't the strange part it appeared he was made of sticks oh is that all well I'm I'm glad that you held off explaining this man was made of sticks. And the fact that it had no clothes was the priority of the strangeness, <laughs> uh, or was your was your introductory to the strangeness of it? It just felt like sticks would have taken more priority on like what this mm. thing was. I didn't really need to know that it wasn't clothed once it was a it, it was made of sticks. Yeah. Um. I could tell. Uh, here's another quote. Uh, okay, um, actually, this one's like I guess a. This might be a, uh, a grammar Nazi thing. Uh, I could tell they were not men because the were wearing dresses. Um, yeah, they yeah. they should be yeah. between because and were. It <laughs> should be not men because they were wearing yeah. dresses. Um, the dresses were rigged. Reminded me of a woman that symbolizes a woman's restroom. And yeah, then like my reaction to that was like I honestly don't know if. That would be comical to me or creepy in real life if I was presented with that situation. Well, it's essentially a stick woman. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, again, like, they, like animated stick, like stick people, like, and they resemble like the, again, the Robitussin person or the, uh, the yeah. again, like a three D version of the uh, the silhouettes that you see in um, uh, on washroom doors and so that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I'd be like, I'd probably be still like pretty creeped out by this whole endeavor. Yeah. Um, and then we have... Oh yeah. They were everywhere, in driveways, standing in the road, and walking up and down the street. Some of them ignored me, but some of them took an interest and watched me walk. This, so, to this whole situation about like these stick men and so that, I feel this story should have actually been uh, titled Planet of the Sticks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's... Because he was the only supposed non-stick man in the entire yeah. thing, other than his daughter, who becomes a stick. Yeah, they're mutating him. Yeah. So. Uh, it, yeah. It's just maybe it, it's the uh, the stick apocalypse, and it's a virus. Yeah, the stickopalypse. <laughs> um, 
Stick Stick Apocalypse uh, 2017. (laughs) Or at least 2012, since this... Yeah. Oh, man, 2012! (laughs) Just like that, uh... Just like, you know, the Mayan calendar predicted this. (laughs) The next world would be uh, dominated by stick men. And the king of trees will have his day. Yeah, I, I do like that idea. I think the story is a lot better if, if we treat it like a sequel to, or make it another story involving the, the, one of the kings of, uh, of Newfoundland. Yeah, and the, the fair folk. Yeah. yeah, the king of trees would be a cool thing as that. Um, or have him at the end of the, in the woods, like, yeah. like watching the whole event happen. Um, and then here's just another thing regarding his, uh, this guy, this person being a horrible parent. Uh, basically, I just, like, basically, I just commented about them being horrible parents. Just like maybe it was because of fear. Maybe I knew I couldn't stop him, but for whatever reason, I let the watcher walk right out of my house with her. Yeah, you're a horrible parent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then um, yeah, basically at the very end, uh, this all would be creepier if um, I wasn't left a little confused, more than a little confused about the state of the world. It doesn't even have have to be all that long involved just give us some inkling about whether or not these things are not uh, are a known phenomenon or faction in the in your world um, or if something prior to the story tipped you off that they were going for your house something like the story just dumps us into the deep end and expects us to swim um, yeah. In terms of like figuring out the narrative and stuff like that, like the ending, like he's just like, why were you, why, why, why her? He, she was alone, and then they vanish, and they like, where, where's everybody else in your neighborhood? Are they, are these all your neighbors? Yeah. Are they all been yeah. turned into stick men? Um, were they all alone? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, like for me, like I kind of filled in, like again, because it feels like it's, it's almost like a dream sequence. Because, yeah, like, the way, like, the character's, like, move, like traversing through this dream, or this world, like, trying to get home, it feels like a dreamscape. <clears throat> Where, like, they just kind of react to things that are happening around them in this weird, like, nonsensical, logical uh, simulacrum of their own world, or of their mm-hmm. waking world. Mm-hmm. Um, and dealing with, like, the nightmares there. Um, but, it like, I, I kind of filled in at the beginning, like, Okay, well, well, what if like like to make the story to give, give us like, some insight? Like, what if you like, oh, um, I was over at a friend's house and a couple down, a couple like just down the like down the road from my my subdivision, and uh, we were on the bar like we were having a barbecue or something like that at night. We were drinking some beers and then we saw uh, one of these stick men, like the, the guy, the the stick, the first, the, the one that talked, um, appear in uh, like from the woods and basically just like start saying something. Um, uh, or like isolated him like while he was like he went to go take a whiz or something out by the wood by the trees or something yeah. like that and it was there it's like we're here for your daughter and then he just no. vanished and it's like shit and then he had to run back home right but like we don't get any of that like it's just he's running he, they're running from they're running to their subdivision to try and get to their daughter because these things are after her his daughter but like we don't know any of that until the very end and we have no idea where he came from why he wasn't at home like I need more information. I want more information here. <laughs> your, your whole intro just seemed more comical to me because it's like going to piss in the woods and then the guy say, you're pissing on my foot. <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take your daughter. <laughs> yeah, that, that, there we go. Yeah, that, that, that's why that's the whole reason. <laughs> you pissed on my daughter. I'll piss on your daughter. <laughs> I'll take your daughter. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it's just, yeah, like, I, I, 
it it's a good there's bones here for a good for a cool story but it needs to be fleshed out it needs mm-hmm. to be there needs to be some things like reworked in there um because I'm it, it just doesn't feel like an actual like a coherent story yeah it just feels long like to me like this entire story has felt like felt like it, I'm just reading somebody's uh, dream yeah like a dream they had and they, yeah. they're recalling it and then they not they're not putting any effort into um trying to fix any of the plot holes that are obviously created there mm-hmm. but yeah um that's that's basically my uh, my comments on and thoughts on it uh do you have anything else or before we do recommendations for both stories? Uh, no, I have nothing else. Okay, before so recommendations then I guess for Watchers. Um, I want to recommend it, but I really can't right now. Like if it was a little bit longer or if there's something more there. Like it's a, it's a good start to me. Yeah. Like I found Watchers was actually a good start. There wasn't a whole lot for me to really pick at. I just want there to be more. Um, like have something more like ramifications happen because like otherwise it's just it it, it just ends. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so I, I really can't like tentatively recommend it in that to, for somebody to read it or like even the author to read it again and like add some more to it like add mm-hmm. some more meat onto those bones. Um, yeah. Otherwise, I can't really recommend it because it's not really a full story. Uh, it doesn't even really work well as a micropasta because no. it, 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 it would be a good spark for somebody to read it and like, oh, I'm going to take some ideas from this and like make my own story like that. Um, it follows some similar, some, it follows some common creepypasta tropes, like I said, uh, with the, the, the whole memory being jogged about mm-hmm. something horrible that happened or something more horrifying, uh, when you, when they talk to their parental unit or their, some, uh, a fr- like a fan, like somebody from their past kind of thing. But, yeah, other than that, there's not a whole lot there, so it's just kind of meh right yeah. now. Um, yeah. But it could be better, uh, or it could be more. There could be more to it. Uh, so I tentatively recommend Watchers. Mikey, uh, I don't recommend it, just because I mean it is a very basic ghost story. <laughs> I'm sure you can find a better one or even talk to your neighbors and they might be able to tell you yeah. <laughs> a better one that is along the same lines even because uh, I, I know for a fact that um, when my old landlord uh, told me a story that was similar in the fact that they there was a kid that had an imaginary friend that had a name of someone who had died and Oh, or and it was just like oh, and then they'd completely forgotten about it. And it's like <laughs> my, my my one of my cousins, my little cousins, uh, who's like really younger, like second cousins basically. Um, he used to have a, a imaginary friend that we were always terrified of because his name was Little Tim, and his brother was Tim. Hmm. But he had a imaginary friend named Little Tim, and we were watching a lot of Poltergeist, a lot of like Paranormal Activity time. So we're just like, uh, is little Tim actually that, or is that Toby? But yeah, so it was just like, uh, whenever you talk about little Timmy, it was just like, uh, Rectus Dominus. <laughs> <laughs> like, just like that creepy, like, music would start playing in my head. It was just like, oh, gee, we're just gonna, that's, that's nice, kiddo, uh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, and then, but yeah, like, as it is right now, like, 
it's really nothing special. Yeah, there, there's nothing that sets it apart from the ghost next door. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. <laughs> um, with the Watchers, uh, with your suggestion of it being uh, like putting it, making it a sequel to uh, the Fair or, like, or making it a story yeah. about the King of Trees and like taking a child, so basically changeling style, yeah. uh, like as fairy folk tend to do. I like that idea. As the story is actually written, I don't want. I don't want, really. I can't really recommend it because it's really just a dream. Uh, it's a. It's somebody's transcription of their own dream to me. So and it's the logical fallacies that aren't there, or like the the logical issues that are that aren't there, aren't fixed in the story because of that the nature of dreams. Mm-hmm. It's really hard for me to um, like. I'm making up my own like plot uh, yeah. to try and like make sense of it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> So as it is, I can't really recommend it uh, unless some, something gets fixed it, or unless somebody takes it and like improves upon it. Mm-hmm. So as it is, I won't recommend it. Mm-hmm. But if it was, you know, again, somebody was to take it, or even the author was to take it and write a, uh, like, take our suggestions or like just look at it and like try to fix those uh, those things, maybe I could recommend it. But right now, I can't. Mm-hmm. So, so. Yeah, my recommendation for the Watchers is yes for the visualizations because I feel the story had a lot more like visualizations of the whole creepy stick man. Yeah, the the guy actually moving and getting eventually to his home. <laughs> yeah, no, like, like the, yeah. the visual. It's the visualizations. Like, if you take them apart and disregard the plot, <laughs> they're, they're all right. Yeah, no, I, I like <laughs> the monsters. Like, I like the idea of the, the, the idea surrounding the monsters. I just want, I need more information. You just need more explanation. Yeah, yeah. I need more detail. Like, and, and, like, not that, like, oh, like, uh, I need everything explained. No, I just need, like, some essential information that isn't in the story. Like, why are they, why is this guy, like, like, you put this guy, like, you start this guy in media res, like, he's running home. Or he's trying to get home, mm-hmm. but we aren't. Exp- nothing is explained as to why he's running. Like we don't know that it's because he's after he's going for his daughter until the very end of the story. Um, and even then, like nothing else is explained about like the world he lives in. Yeah. Like I need a little bit more information about like the surrounding. I need more context. Is really what it is. Yeah. Because otherwise, it's just not going to work. So you you'd actually recommend it then for um, the for the for the visuals. You know what you're getting into because it is a creepy pasta. Yeah, it's not gonna have the best of plots, but it does have the visuals. In yeah, I mean mind. it's it's very yeah, it's it's very like rough to me for this. Yeah, one. Um, and like it, there, it could I can't be better. Oh, yeah, like but then that's this this issue with a lot of the ones that yeah. we run into. But this, when you compare the Watchers to Watchers. The Watchers has more. That's interesting. That's like, creepy. Yeah, like I, I found <laughs> like I found Watchers was a little like I think the thing with Watchers is that it's it doesn't take not too too many risks in terms yeah. of like what it, what it does. It, that, and that's its problem is it's kind of like meh, but there's and then it stops and the, but you could have kept going and got so much more. I saw the potential in it. This one there's a lot here it, a lot more here than in Watchers, but it's very rough the way it's done. And I yeah. feel like that needs, it needs to be more refined. 
Um, so ultimately, yeah, you'd like tangentially uh, recommend the Watchers because of the uh, the concepts in it yeah. versus the plot. How am, how have the role how have the role been reversed today? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, like how am I the one looking into the story from more of a like a narrative? Okay. Um, yeah. All right. So you tangentially recommended. I'll tangentially don't recommend the Watchers just because while I like the the creatures in it, and I like the the core of it. I I want there to be like, there needs to be more refined to it. Yeah. To, to actually be, like, worth really reading again. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, if somebody's out there listening to us, uh, if the author's there listening to us and takes our, like, comments to heart, yeah, like, you have you have some good, like, core stuff here. You just need to find what you wrote. What you wrote. Yeah. And, I mean, this were posted on uh, 2012 and some of that, so it's, like, five years. But who knows? The person might be still listening. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Those, I guess that's our recommendations. Yep. So if you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted. We're on Kiwi6, Facebook, YouTube, Tumblr. We're also on iTunes, so leave us a review and rating. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, we're both on Twitter. Mikey is at the East Ends for Evil. I'm at Review Cultist. You can also send us an email at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com, where you can leave us suggestions for other creep bosses you'd like us to discuss on the show. And if you'd like, you can also check out the uh, title cards for each episode on the YouTube channel or on Tumblr at crazonstudios.tumblr.com. And if you're feeling generous, you can support the show by going to Patreon and looking up El Dente Rigamortis. We have backer tiers for uh, behind-the-scenes content, special episodes, and early access. So, until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. And I'm Mikey, the E stands for evil. And this has been Al Dente Brigamortis. Sleep well.